0: Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Joined alongside me, my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing
1: very well today, Micah. A uh, couple weeks till Father's Day weekend, uh, headed into summer break. Uh, gonna start seeing some people again because it's COVID safe now and all that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to everything in the coming months. How are you?
0: Uh, yes, I'm here. I'm very tired. Got my second vaccine Friday, and I was out yesterday, and feeling a little better today, but still not a hundred percent. But let's do it. Here we are. So the sticky stuff. Major League Baseball is going to try to crack down on it. Let's dive in. So Major League Baseball has announced that they're going to check pitchers for foreign substances eight to ten times per game. So, uh, this is starting earliest of June 14th. Random checks reported by Buster only. Position players will be checked, but it's more, you know, for the pitchers. It's cheating, yeah. But also, bat- hitters have said, like, I'm fine with it, you know? If, that, if, if that's, like... If it's going to cause them to throw a ball more accurately, that's fine. Like, and I, I really don't have a problem with people using pine tower or whatever. I don't.
1: Neither do I. I mean, I think it's obvious most guys use something anyways. Uh, e- even the best, even guys like Jacob deGrom and Garrett Cole. I mean, look, they're great pitchers. Don't get me wrong. They, they have a lot of talent, but there's a reason why they're putting up like video game type numbers sometimes. Um, it's funny I had a friend yesterday in a group chat said oh Trevor Bauer is going to get suspended because of he's using substances and I'm like so you're going to suspend half the league then I mean people just seem to like to go after Bauer just because of the way he goes about things uh, I, I'm i not worried about Bauer being suspended I mean he might be if like you said June 14th right is when they're, they'll start checking yep. he's still using substances after that then he might get suspended but they're, they're not suspending Bauer right now because if they did, they'd suspend half the league. Well, uh, but, yeah, something. I have no problem with it. I'll tell Go you ahead. something. Uh,
0: I'd see 95% of pitchers use it.
1: Oh, And I the, would uh, and not the be other
0: playing. 5%, they get shelled. I, I, I mean, there's no way that you look up at the better players, the better pitchers, and they don't use it. Bauer uses it, Cole uses it, DeGrom uses it, Darvish uses it. But there's nothing wrong with it. I don't have a problem with it, you know?
1: Neither do I. I mean, like you said, uh, hitters have said it helps them control the ball. I mean, if that means less hit-by-pitches, which means less injuries, then I'm all for it. Um, I guess that explains why Kershaw isn't doing so well this year. Maybe he's not using as much pine tar this year.
0: I just – I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me why Major League Baseball is having a problem with it, but they're not addressing the the other things, like the fact that the ball is clearly dead this year. Like, it's evident that the ball is dead. They said mm-hmm. they raised the seams, but, like, this they is – They had to do more to it, though. There, there had to be more because I'm seeing balls hit – Uh, that look like they're going to go 450 feet that either die at the track or go one row out. And I'm like, if that's 2020, that ball is going to the moon. Like, I think it was last week.
1: Remember Albert Pujols almost hit that walk-off home run? That would have been easily out of here if it was last year, I believe. I I don't see that getting caught.
0: Yeah, I I mean... It's so evident the, that, that the balls are, like, dead. But baseball, MLB doesn't want to do anything about it. And it agitates me to the point of – it agitates me so much that they're, that they're cracking down on foreign substances. When it's not that – when it's not that big of a problem, it's not a problem at all. I'm sure if you look
1: across sports as a whole a lot it- – People use substances of some sort to help their game. I mean, it's like no wonder LeBron was still an All Star this year and year or what? I forget, like eighteen, I think, and mm. thirty six. Like if he wasn't using substances, I would be shocked.
0: Yeah, I. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I just don't understand.
1: Or, like, Tom Brady at the age of, what, 43 or something like that? I mean, no way a normal 43-year-old can still throw a ball like that. There's just no way because he's on substances.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just, I I don't get it, dude. It's Everybody cheats in baseball to an extent. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. I mean,
1: yes, the Astros were caught cheating in – 2020 i mean it was the beginning of 2020 is when they got the punish range but look i'll i'll sit right here and say i believe the dodgers steal signs too i believe they use technology to steal fucking signs and shit like that um and their their pitchers are using substances and all that and and this isn't
0: this isn't like recent stuff i mean the, the the big story the yankee fans know is uh, George Steinbrenner called down to Lou Pinella in the middle of a game in like the '80s, and said, "And said, hey Lou, everybody knows Don Sutton is cheating. Like we can see he's cheating. Go out to the umpire and and say something to him." And Lou goes, "I can't." He goes, "Why?" He goes, "Cause we're cheating too." So I mean, I mean, everybody does it, and it's to the point where it's not cheating anymore. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is, right?
1: If you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
0: Exactly. And, and it's not cheating anymore because everyone does it. So, yeah, it's fair uh, game at that level then. It is. I, I don't understand why Major League Baseball is making this a priority, but they're not making other things a priority.
1: Yeah. It's... I... I, I don't get it.
0: It's... It's kind of mind-boggling. I mean, what what happens, right? Like, do we see an offensive explosion? That'd be great, but, like, then wouldn't Major League Baseball have the problem of, well, nobody's actually a good pitcher, it's just Pintar?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think... It's been obvious to me the baseballs have really hurt a team like the Yankees this year who are very home run reliant. Um, it's no wonder they're only a couple games over 500. I'm not, I'm not saying they suck or whatever, but like because they're very home run reliant with the balls changing and pitchers using this pine tar and all that, that's why they're losing, honestly, in my opinion. That's why their offense looks so much worse than it is on paper.
0: And the, and the pitching has been phenomenal, which it was supposed yeah. to be the other way around. Let me let me call outside up. of Cole.
1: It was supposed to be terrible.
0: Outside of Cole is supposed to be terrible. I had the picture yesterday, but the Yankee offense has been like incredibly bad. Like just 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 no. What? Let me let me find the uh. Uh, here we go. Yankees offense, twenty twenty one per game totals runs per nine innings 3.71 that's the worst since 72 hits per nine innings 7.4 that's the worst since 68 average 228 that's the worst since 68 stolen bases 0.2 i mean it doesn't really matter but it's the worst than 65 and k's per nine 9.3 that's the all-time high that's obvious i mean people strike out more but and if you would go around baseball you would see that offenses are fluttering like it's the numbers as a whole are not good, even a little bit. So, I, I, I don't know. It's not fun to watch anymore.
1: No, it's it's not. I only watch Dodger games now, every now and then. I don't I really.
0: Watch, I watch every Yankee game. I haven't missed a pitch this season, but.
1: Yeah, but outside of Yankee games, you
0: don't watch any baseball, right? I do, just I can't, I can't sit down and watch a full nine inning games if the Yankees aren't playing. And I love baseball. I love baseball.
1: I, I can't watch a full Dodger game anymore.
0: I no, I, I can watch a full Yankee game, but
1: although I'm going to a baseball game in a couple of weeks, so we'll I'm see going how to that a baseball goes. game
0: in a while.
1: Yeah, we'll go. We'll go to Dodgers Astros in August.
0: Yeah, let's do that. That'll be dope. No, but I mean, Major League Baseball. Come on, let's like let's get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, think. Reduce the the baseballs. It's time to do it. It's time to do it. So we haven't talked about this. Uh, It wasn't even in our notes. But I'm gonna give my list, and I'll give you your time to do yours. Um, So the All Star Game ballot. Heist came out. Um, all star game doesn't start till July something. Micah doesn't know when exactly, but I'm gonna give my my all-stars um yeah by by league. So American League first base starter has to be Vladdy Daddy. Dude has been absolutely mashing baseballs, uh, leads the league in home runs. I believe leads the league, in, yeah. Leads the league in average on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, OPS+, plus, total bases, and home runs. Jesus Christ, Vlad has been incredible. And on the NL side, I know he's played a little bit of second base this year, but it's Dodgers' first baseman. I know he's injured right now. Maximum Muncy, dude has been Absolutely raking after he got off to an incredibly slow start. Leads the league in walks and on-base percentage. 13 homers, 30 RBIs in 55 games. Mance has been absolutely mashing. Second base for the AL has got to be Marcus Simeon. He's had the best May out of anybody. These numbers for a second baseman are unreal. 13 homers, 32 RBIs with a 540 slugging. OPS of over 900. He's been incredible. For the NL second baseman, I'm going to go with Jake Cronenworth. He's been in a bit of a slide. So is Albies. You can go either way, but I do think Cronenworth is the better player. Provides you uh, more speed, a little bit better defense. Albies is bigger, better run producer, but I'm taking Cronenworth. Shortstop. See, shortstop was tough for me. For the AL, it was an easy one. I got to go with Xander Bogarts. Also been in a bit of a slide, but you look at his numbers. For a shortstop, it's incredible. 10 homers, 33 ribbies, three 313 average, 371 on base, OPS over 900. Dude has been absolutely mashing. So, yeah. Shortstop for the NL, though. I, ha- I don't know who I want to pick, okay? But I feel you like I've got to pick that one, Tatis. Guy. I gotta go with Tatis. Dude has been absolutely mashing. My only knock is he hasn't he's been a little bit injury prone, but I mean 17 homers, 39 ribbies, 13 stolen bags. He's slugging 695, Nick. That's ridiculous. Absolutely insane from Fernando Tatis. He's been incredible. Third base. For me, this was an easy pick. And call me biased. But I gotta go, with Gio or the most happy fella. the uh, The numbers have been decreased because of a little bit of a slide. But boy, Gio's been so good all year. He's been really, really good at the hot corner defensively. You know what he brings. But um, yeah, he Gio's been all, Gio has been oh. great. So now we'll go to the third baseman for the NL, and I got I feel like it's gotta be Justin Turner. Um, I don't know if you would differ from me here, but Justin Turner's been—he's been very, very good um, this this whole year. He started off really hot, then he came back to life, and he's picked it up as of late. OPS that starts with an eight, uh, slugging that's four forty-five, on-base percentage three sixty-one. Turner has been good all year long, in my opinion. Now we'll go to the outfielders. For the AL, this was a no-brainer. I'm going with Otani Judge and Jordan Alvarez. I know he's DH, but he can also play the outfield, and he's eligible to be an outfielder, so Jordan Alvarez. And then for the National League, it was a little bit interesting for me. I had to go with Acuna, obviously. But then the two other outfielders, I don't know. I could go with Jesse Winker. I could go with Nick Castellanos. I could go with a bunch of different guys. But I'm going to go with Winker and Castellanos. Both have been absolutely mashing. It's been incredible to watch. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. Winker has been has been smacking baseballs. I believe Castellanos leads the bigs in average. I mean, look at Winker's stats. 14 homers, 31 ribbies, and only 49 games. An OPS that starts with a one. It's it's incredible. And then if you look at Castellanos' stats, he's also been absolutely raking. 368 batting average. Best OPS, OPS+, and has the most total bases in the National League. And just for shits and giggles, he leads them in hits. Starting pitching, feel like that's obvious. The train and the degrominator, the best pitchers in baseball. So that's my all-star game lineup.
1: Yeah, I mostly have the same ballot as you. Uh, first place, Vladimir Guerrero and Max Muncie. I don't really think anything more needs to be said. Uh, I mean, Vladimir Guerrero, I'll just say, really did burst onto the scene at the Home Run Derby last year against – or. Was it last two years? I'm ago. sorry. Hold
0: on. Before you keep going, I need to make a revision. Gio Rochelle is okay. not my starting third baseman. Rafael Devers is. I just okay. I completely forgot about Rafael Devers. Dude has been absolutely mashing. Uh, I believe he leads the league in RBIs. I know he leads the league in extra base hits. Dude is he is fucking so special. 15 homers. 48 RBIs, 938 OPS in 55 games. You don't get that from a third baseman every day. So keep going, sorry.
1: Uh, for Yeah, so as I said, for Vladimir Guerrero, he really burst on the scene in 2019 during that home run derby against Chuck Peterson. And, I mean, dude's been just an absolute stud this year. Second base, Marcus Semien in the AL. Don't think there's really any argument there. He's also been really good. I mean, this, to me, was one of the most underrated pickups in baseball this offseason that no one talked about. He was an MVP candidate a couple of years ago. So, yeah, uh, I, think, I think we differ in second base in the National League. I have Adam Frazier of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, dude hasn't necessarily been raking with home runs, but he's hitting 333, has 23 RBIs. I mean, for a team that sucks, I think those are pretty good damn numbers. Uh, so I'll say I'll go with him there. Agree with you on third base in the American League, Rafael Devers. Nothing more needs to be said about him. We do, however, differ for third base in the National League. You pick Justin Turner. My pick is Chris, Chris Bryant. Bryant. Chris Bryant has had a real. I mean, the dude has been in a slump kind of the past couple of years, and he's really bounced back this year, so I'm happy to see him doing that. And then the Cubs are playing decent uh, this year, so uh, that, that that helps his case a lot. Uh, I picked Carlos Correa for the American League shortstop. Um, I, I, know, I, I know no one really likes him because of how he acted no, I after the— problem
0: like he can play the villain, that's fine. But,
1: um, but for me, I mean, the Astros as a whole last year were just a very down team. There was so much pressure on them uh, from the whole cheating scandal shit and all that. And I mean, this year he's got ten home runs, thirty-two RBIs with two eighty-six average. Um, so I mean, that would be his second best. Uh, batting average in his career so uh, there's that so he's responded to all the pressure very well nationally, Tatis, I mean the dude is
0: I'm not watching much of him because like, I'm a Dodger fan so he's in My our division so... so entertaining man it was but... like 6-3 top of the ninth, down to their last strike and he just shits on an up and in fastball to left to left field God, yeah. oh, he's so fun to watch
1: yeah, um, if you haven't watched Chatis, I guess just go watch him. I don't know what else to say. Uh, for the American League outfield, I got Byron Buxton, He's Cedric injured. Mullins. Uh, I'm not really putting injuries as okay. a factor in this. Um, Cedric Mullins of the Baltimore Orioles, the team that sucks is actually mm-hmm. playing really, really well. And I have Aaron Judge. Nice. Uh, I judge is Judge, I mean, top
0: five player in baseball.
1: I mean, don't, don't want to hear it.
0: Don't want to hear it. Top five player in baseball. I'm not ranking
1: players right now. Um, he's still one of the biggest power bats in the league, one of the biggest threats in the game today. Uh, Byron Buxton, as you mentioned, he's injured, and as I mentioned, he's on a very, very, very bad team, surprisingly. But, um, I mean, the dude is always. Uh, he's, in the last couple of years, he's really turning around with his offense. He's always he's, had an elite
0: defense. He's been right there. He's had the talent. He just hasn't been able to stay on the field, and that's obviously been him this year. But, bro, he's so fun to watch. He's so exciting. Oh, he is so exciting to watch. I mean, if he would stay healthy, he would be
1: almost as exciting as Tatis, in my opinion, right right up there. Yeah, um, he's super
0: fun. He's crazy I mean, athletic. And then, free. as I
1: mentioned, uh, Cedric Mullins of uh, the Baltimore Ori- Cedric Mullins, excuse me, uh, nine home runs. i uh, excuse me, eight home runs, three fourteen batting average, sixteen RBI is not great, but no, he the, kills the, the dude, Yankees. The, okay, but he kills the Yankees, and he also has nine stolen bases. So I mean, he's he's very much a really good all around player. Uh, and then in the National League, you and I have the exact same outfield: Acuna, Castellanos, Winker. Castellanos and Swinker. Been raking all fucking season, like, and it's. I don't even know how they're not a good team. Uh, and Ronald Acuna has really been in the MVP talk since the beginning of the year, and one of the best in his career, well. really, in his career, really. Uh, you're right, and one of the best players in baseball. Um, for
0: catcher, oh, I didn't see my uh, catcher. Oh, you didn't? Do you, do you want to go ahead and say your catchers? I'll give, I'll give you my catchers. So the NL, it's a cakewalk. So happy to see him raking again. Buster Posey, oh, it's been awesome. Even if you're not a Giants fan, just watching that kid hit again. I've, some of my earliest baseball memories uh, with my family was, you know, watching the Royals and, uh, and uh, Giants go at it and prime Buster Posey was so entertaining to watch, especially as a catcher. Uh, he was a guy that I looked up, I looked up to, so definitely got to put him there. And then the AL, it gets interesting. So you could go with Perez, you could go with Grandal, you could go with Gary Sanchez, who has been really good as well. No, I'm not even kidding. I know his average is dog shit, but he's, he's been hitting well. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Yasmani Grandal. Uh, the average isn't there at all, but that doesn't really matter. WRC Plus is good. His OPS Plus is good. Um, I like his numbers. You could go with Perez. You could, but uh, I'm going to go with Grandall. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. So for me, for catcher, I turn back the clock here. Buster Posey, as you mentioned, I'm a Dodger fan, but I'm like, I'm so happy to see him playing well again. Yeah, like, it's just baseball is different when he's playing well and, he took, and he different. He
0: took 2021 off or took 2020 off.
1: I think that might have helped him, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I'm so glad to see him back. Um, I mean, look, he's still only got a couple years left. It's not like this extended his career by 10 years, but um, good for him. And I'm turning back the clock in the AL too. Salvador Perez is where I'm going. It, it was kind of, I kind of thought about Yasmani Grendel, but the difference for me really was the, um, the, uh, what is it? The batting average and, and didn't, uh, Perez tears ACL a couple of years ago, or something I like that. I think it's
0: Tommy John. I don't know though. Or he, Tommy he had, John. He had, he had an he had an injury that kept him out the whole year, though. Well, yeah.
1: Like, okay. For yeah. A
0: significant amount of time.
1: Yeah, and you know, for me, I didn't think he would be coming back like the way he is now. Uh, so I kind of had to give it to him. And then, did you ever say you're DH for the American League or no? I
0: I, I think. No, I don't think I did, but mine would be probably J.D. Martinez. It's just so good. Oh. So, so good. So as you notice, I did not have Shohei
1: Otani in my outfield because he was available for DH. So I took him in DH.
0: Um,
1: and there's no National League DH. But
0: it's a nice I, story for another time.
1: Shohei Otani is a fucking stud. I've never seen a player who can pitch and hit like he listen, is. Listen,
0: listen to me. Shohei Otani is the is the most talented baseball player that we have ever seen, ever. And I'm, I know, I know he's not the best, but dude, Mike Trout's not going out there and he's not going on the mound pitching 100 miles an hour on the black with a sub three ERA. No, he's no, not. And and no no and Jacob Degrom, although he's a great hit, he's a great hitter for a pitcher, he's not hitting 16 home runs in this no, short he's time. He's not. He's never going to be the so, league in yabos. So, yeah, so, so he's incredible.
1: It's Otani for me, DH in the American League. I mean, who wouldn't? He he almost reminds me a little bit. Like I know he's a pitcher and hitter, and this guy wasn't, but he reminds me of the same. Uh, sensation that Yasiel Puig brought to baseball in a sense. Um, so he does remind me of that, except the fact that Otani can also pitch. And then <laughs> pitchers, that's an easy one. Colin DeGrom, do we need to say anything more? I mean, they're putting up video game numbers. So that that's the end of that for my uh, all-star ballot.
0: And that's going to do it for us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. You can follow us um, at the baseball plug podcast underscore on Instagram and the baseballplug That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at mica underscore 0416. Pretty much everything there is about the Yankees. And on Instagram at NVMica. And you can follow me on Twitter at NicholasBear7. And you can follow me on Instagram at NicholasGolfer. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Peace out.